What's going on, everybody? Jesus, my voice. Look, did you hear that? How does that feel, baby? <laughs> What's going on? Welcome to a new episode of Cookies and Beer. What's up, everybody? Uh, the Queen died today, so pour one out for the homies, I guess. I don't know. We're drinking a... What are we drinking? It is so late. <laughs> it's fucking Thursday night. I just watched the Bills beat the living shit out of the Rams. Josh Allen had a couple picks, you know, but overall, pretty much... Uh, the best you can ask for for a game opener against the defending Super Bowl champions plus Bobby Wagner. Um, I poured this beer terrible into this glass. I think I may have stolen this glass. Allegedly. I allegedly stole this glass Um, like probably like 15 years ago. No, it can't be that much. Like 12 years ago. Right when I moved to Santa Barbara. <clears throat> well, I fucked that up. <clears throat> I. Ooh, my voice. What is going on? I sound like I'm dying. Like the queen. Um, I'm drinking one of my favorite beers that I have learned about since I moved out here. And that is Electric Jellyfish by Pint House. It's a nice little uh, hazy, I believe, right? What is it? Like fucking, it's like 8% or some shit. It's pretty legit. Um, 8 point, no, 6.5. But they gave it to you in a pint, so you feel more sophisticated. Um, I'm going to go ahead and warn you that most of this podcast is probably going to be about sports. But we're going to talk about the Queen first, because that's what everybody does. Everybody watched The Crown over COVID, and now everyone's like, oh, the Queen, as if it has any impact on us. If you're living in the UK, probably has a big impact. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> but on this side of the pond, I don't really know how much of a, how, how much of a, a, a impact this has on us. But yet everyone's posting about it. Everybody's like... Oh, the queen. She's she was like ninety six. Like, is it sad? Yes, but is like a young kid getting hit by a car way worse? Yeah, yeah, it is, and that shit happens all the time. So knock it off with the royal shit. We get it. You watch the crown, but I'm here to talk about something way more important than the royal family. We could talk about how they killed Princess Diana. We could talk about the racism. We could talk about all kinds all kinds of shit at that family, the pedophilia, Prince Andrew, all of it. But we're not. We're going to talk about something way more important that has way more of a societal impact than the royal family. And I'm talking about football. Football is back. It is fucking back. Everybody who isn't into football... You're going to have a rough next five months of listening to this podcast because it's going to be, it's going to be, a, there's going to be a lot of football. Football is back. I feel like it's been seven years since we had football. I don't know what it is. I feel like every year 
the off season feels like it gets longer and longer, even though it's pretty much exactly the same every year, February to September. But we're like, hey, feels like two years. You hear that? That was my acid reflux. <laughs> Already preparing for this IPA. I haven't even had a drink of it yet. My my fucking immune system. No, that's not it. My my throat. Giggity. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, here we go. Operation Tums in the next fucking 90 minutes. Cheers. We're drinking some jellyfish and it's good times. We're going to talk about this game tonight. Real quick, if you don't like football, hey, go ahead and go ahead and just turn it off because that's gonna be that's gonna be most of the podcast. We're gonna talk about some fights here in a little bit. We got dicks of the past. We got a great album of the week. We're gonna talk about the card from the UFC fight last week. We're gonna talk about the great card this week. We're gonna talk about a, a little bit of boxing. There's some boxing news. So strap strap that strap that dildo on and fucking let's get involved. Uh, so yeah, cheers. Man, that is delicious. That might be one of my favorite beers so far since I've moved here. I've been to a lot of breweries. I've been to like 10 or 12, which probably really isn't that many, but it feels like a lot. And I always go back to Jellyfish. I don't know what it is. They're like, you can get them at HEB and they're like, they only sell them in a four pack. They're one of those people. You sell them in a four-pack, and it's like $18 for four of them, but they're delicious. The artwork for the can is good. Um, yeah, brewed here in Austin Tejas, 6.5% per volume, one pint. It's like thick. Like, it looks thicker <clears throat> than it really is, right? Okay. And when you drink it, it feels like... if it. When you drink it, it feels lighter than it looks or it's lighter than it looks yeah <laughs> so anyways football josh allen killing it obviously had two the two interceptions uh but matt matt stafford had three uh josh allen just under 300 yards 26 for 31 three touchdowns two picks um also had a rushing touchdown and rushed for i think like 50 something yards something like that Stefan Diggs had a great night. One touchdown. I think he had ended like 115, 120 yards. Uh, Cooper Cup had a great game. I think he was like right around there. One tw- he was in like the 120s for yardage. I think he had more receptions though. So there's that. Um, but Buffalo defense, I think, is the I think is the MVP, if you will. I mean, obviously you have to have. A great quarterback and a great offense, great offensive line, good play scheming, good everything, good route running, and Stefan Diggs. Everybody just fired tonight for for fucking Buffalo. The only bad thing would be that those two picks are on Josh Allen's career, but I don't think it matters. Thirty one to ten against the defending Los Angeles Rams. It was beautiful. I loved it. I can't stand the Rams. Bobby Wagner's over there now, so like I kind of like him a little bit more. But like, fuck, it was hard. It was hard to watch him. I think he had. I think I think Bobby had like two sacks, three, or not sacks, two or three tackles. Let's look it up before we start spreading fake news here. Let's look. Full box score. Um, L.A. fumbles. So let me look here. Bobby Wagner had. 
Oh, I'm sorry. He had seven tackles, five by himself, and one sack. Yeah. Not bad for a debut for the fucking Ram. Jalen Ramsey. Troy Hill was killing it. This was a pretty good game. I mean, granted, the Rams got blown out. But, like, Cooper Cup, 128 yards. Thrown to 15 times. Caught for 13. Tyler Higby had a little bit of a game. Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis. But, dude, Josh Allen just fucking, except for those picks, which almost don't even matter. Three, Almost 300 yards. And, like, an 80-something, 85% completion rating. And just made a fucking statement against the Rams at home to give them their first of hopefully many losses. As a Seahawks fan, I'm happy. <laughs> That's that, that was the best that that could have gone, in my opinion. The rest is up to us. I don't really know what the fuck's going to happen. We're playing the fucking Denver Broncos in Seattle. We could get turned out or we could fucking have a miracle. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to say that we're going to get fucked up the first half. Not fucked up, but it'll be like 21 nothing. I think I talked about this last week. Or like 14 nothing. Tyler Lockett will get one. Gino may like run one in. It might be some crazy shit. We might get... What is that? What is that? I didn't ask for that. Goddamn pop-ups. 2022. We still have pop-ups in this world. I'm probably going to get fucking sued for that. Two seconds of footage. I'm like, oh, nope, you owe fucking CBS or whatever. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the fuck's going to happen with us this year. It, this is a fun year. It's exciting. I'm not hopeful. Don't get it twisted. I'm not hopeful, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens with my Seattle Seahawks. Um, I'm happy football's back. I'm going to try to go to some college games, maybe some high school games. You know, really embrace the Texas culture and, like, take a tall can to a high school game and watch, you know, the next future Hall of Famer just throw fucking 11 touchdowns in a high school football game on Friday night. <laughs> like, some like the shit that we see on TV. I mean, I'm in, like, the fucking football mecca for the most part. It's like us, Alabama. I don't want to say us. I've been here for a month. Calm down. But it's like Texas, Louisiana. It's like it's a whole South. Yeah, you got Cal, and you got USC, and you got Oregon, and it's not like it's just the South, but when you think of the South, you think of football for the most part. I'm going to try to go to some UT games, even though technically I'm a USC fan. Is USC playing out here? I feel like we got deja vu here. Last time I checked, my internet was out, so maybe this is not going to be a good idea. UT football... Uh, schedule. They play... Dude, Texas, Texas Tech is... Dude, Texas, Alabama, September... That's tomorrow. Those tickets have to be a lot. Um. Yeah, they're not playing any California team, so never mind. But yeah, I'm trying to fucking get fully involved. Football is back. I'm doing fantasy. I thought I told myself I would never do fantasy ever again. Um, I kind of need to pace out this season. I went from not doing fantasy for like five or six years 
to doing two leagues this year. I'm not trying to get too committed. Um, we'll talk about my teams during the football part, as if we haven't talked about football for the last 11 minutes. But, um, yeah, I'm fucking stoked, dude. I almost burnt down my house the other night. That was cool. Came home, boom, candle still lit. Ugh. I could have fucking fight clubbed my house real quick. But I didn't. So I ended up doing the adult thing. The candle was out because it had been, you know, on for, mm, I don't know, five hours. Luckily, we were good. But the whole thing is I want my I want my place to smell. I don't want it to smell like 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 a dude lives here. You know, <laughs> I want it to smell decent. So I ended up getting a diffuser, and I, that was a, that was that was that was a mistake. It was a mistake getting a diffuser, because there's a couple things. One, you have to refill it every night, which I know is very that's that's to that's to be, that's par for the course. That's you know that's what you sign up for. And yeah, it's better than accidentally lighting the house on fire. I understand the pros and the cons of candles and diffusers, but okay. If you forget and you want to have a little fucking what smells did I get that's the other thing there's too many smells too many fucking smells I go to Target and it's like do you want um, do you want something that smells smells like you know um, vagina or do you want something that smells like lilies and you're like I don't I don't I didn't ask for any of this I just want something that makes me Sleep at night, that pair is really narrow. What pair is good with marijuana? <laughs> like, what goes well? Do they have, like, a marijuana and, like, um, like bunt, freshly cooked bunt cake smell or something? <laughs> like, something that just puts me to sleep, puts me in, like, a fake coma as if I ate, like, seven bunt cakes? Like, I want something, I want something that's going to actually benefit me i don't want to just smell flowers my entire night because then i'm i'm dreaming that i'm fucking like gone with the wind and i'm doing a little floofy floof through the flowers and sound of music and the whole thing and i don't know i don't know if i'm ready for that and i know what you're saying you're going what the fuck are you talking about and you know what i don't even know i don't even know what i'm talking about except that i'm on the diffuser game hashtag diffuser game and I have, what flavors do I got? Well, they're not flavors because you don't eat them. But what smells do I got? I think I got the purple one, which tells a lot about the research I did when I got when I got this fucking thing. I got the purple one, which I think is like lavender, right? Yeah, you got the purple lavender. I got the green one, which is like a tea tree, which I don't even know what tea tree is. I feel like tea tree is something that was sold. That's like a pyramid scheme or something. What is tea tree? Does it grow in like Malaysia or something? Tea tree... Google tea tree oil here let's now that that Google is on me what is tea tree oil <clears throat> Mayo Clinic so you know it's good Mayo Clinic says tea tree oil also known as Malekluica oh Jesus Mala Melaluica Melaluica oil Melaluica oil Melaluica. Yeah, sure. Let, let, let's just go with that. Melaluica oil is an essential oil that comes from steaming the leaves of an Australian tea tree. So it's from down on nah. <laughs> when, when used topically, tea tree oil 
It was believed to have antibacterial period. There's they 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 didn't finish the sentence. It is believed to have antibacterial period. <laughs> Wait, what? When used topically, tea tree oil is believed to be antibacterial. Oh, believed to be antibacterial. Jesus fuck. I think I'm I think I'm I think I'm losing it, folks. Tea tree oil is commonly used to treat acne, athlete's foot, lice, and nail fungus, and insect bites. Okay, I'm trying to go to bed. So what is tea tree? Tea tree lotion should not be taken orally. Well, yeah, you don't eat lotion now, though, do you? <laughs> you don't. If swallowed, it can cause serious symptoms. Yeah, I don't think people are just eating lotion. And if you eat lotion, you deserve to die. <laughs> just if you're just eating fucking score, if you're just have like a lubriderm bottle under your like right above your mouth, and you're just pumping straight into your fucking mouth, giggity. Then you deserve the outcome. Research on tea tree oil <laughs> uses specific conditions show acne, dandruff. We were talking about this: acne, dandruff, athlete's foot, lice, nail. What is nail fungus? Nail fungus. Research has shown that tea tree oil used in the pure form has. Okay, blah 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 blah. So we really didn't learn anything about tea tree oil. That's really the last three minutes have really been dedicated to me. We know it comes from an Australian tea plant, but why does it come in the smell? That's what she said. Why does it, let's see, tea, oh boy, tea tree oil. Get off the tea tree oil. Who gives a fuck? I do. Turn it off. <laughs> WebMD, so you know it's good. Tea tree oil comes from Australia. Yeah, we fucking... Did they just copy-paste this? Is that, is that what they did? I went to two different sites. And one was Mayo Clinic and one was WebMD. I think, I think they're the same website. Let's try Healthline. Healthline's the same. Australian plant. Yeah, fuck you. Maybe it's just an Australian plant. Maybe I'm looking for more... More detail than I really need to get. Hand sanitizer, insect repellent. Anyways, I got fucking tea tree oil. I've, I've been, I've been, I'm on night two of it. It is, it's midnight already. Oh boy. <laughs> I um, the tea tree oil kind of fucks because it smells like purity. I don't know what that means, but it smells clean. It smells like it doesn't smell like shit and the lavender smells good too but the lavender feels like i'm at like one of those like sucky sucky bars and i'm not trying to like i'm not trying to replicate that i want this to be a this is a family household okay we don't want people we don't want like the robert crafts coming over or the deshaun watsons dude deshaun watson's coming back and he's playing against the texans how crazy is that or are, 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 are we just pretending like that's normal <laughs> is that the fact that he went through all this shit and then the Texans settle on like 24 counts of sexual assault or whatever, which when you settle for 24 of anything, that looks bad. It looks bad. And then his first game back from a 16-week suspension or 12-week or whatever it is, is against his former team. Now sit there and tell me that's not rigged, okay? Okay. <laughs> 
But anyways, um, yeah, lavender smells like a whorehouse. I'm not into it. Um, it also smells like my dryer sheets, so it smells like I'm just, like, in the fucking, like, the tumble dry when, <laughs> when, when I smell it. So I'm more of a tea tree person. Um, maybe I should try, like, a lemongrass. What's lemongrass? That's the yellow one, right? And then there's, like, a blue one that's, like, blue floopy floops or some shit. Blueberries. It just smells like, like a fucking, you know, Marie Callender's or whatever. It smells like blueberry pies. We don't have Marie Callender's out here, huh? I think that's a West Coast thing. Let's see. Marie Callender. Bro, Marie Callender's fucks straight up. They got bomb chicken pot pies. Their chicken strips kind of fuck. Their fries are always crispy. You can, on the way out, like, do you want a pie? <laughs> like, most people ask you if you want a to-go box. And they're like, do you want to add more food down your throat, you fat piece of shit? And you're like, yeah, I want to fucking an apple pie. Let's fuck. All right, zip code. What's my zip code? That's my zip code. No, that's not my zip code. I don't think it's out here, dude. I think it's a West Coast thing. Yeah, no search results. So let's go locations. It's got to be just a West Coast thing, right? Dude, Marie Callender's fucking rips. Um, Covina, Riverside. Yeah, I think this is a uh, predominantly... Oh, there's one in Vegas. There's one in... So it's all California, Vegas. There's one in Utah. Zoom out, bitch. There's a few in Nevada. A couple in Utah. And that's it. So I'm not driving fucking 16 hours to get a pie. I'm pretty sure I could drive three minutes and get a a better one. Yeah, dude. Uh, we used to go to Marie Callender's when we were all fucked up in high school. Because that was like one of the only places that was open past midnight. And we'd go in there and just order like waters. We were all drunk. Waters and fucking like a bread basket. And we'd all split it. <laughs> just trying to like soak up the boot. That or Denny's. We'd go to Denny's and be like, Grand Slam or whatever that is. And that might, that might be IHOP. And then, um, or Breakfast Burritos. Dude, do you remember back in the day we'd just get ripped and just go eat Breakfast Burritos? I had friends that would pour syrup in their Breakfast Burrito, which is kind of crazy, but it's also pretty legit. And then I had people that put ketchup inside, which I think they need to be checked. I think they're a little crazy. Um, if it's like a spicy ketchup... I'll fuck with it, but if you're just putting Heinz on a regular burrito, I think you, I think you have problems. Um, that being said, I do it all the time. I just, <laughs> for right now, it sounds disgusting. Um, but yeah, we used to go to this joint called Primo Burger back in the day, back in Lancaster off of Fiftieth uh, and M, I think. And I used to go to school right there. And we would ditch school, all get in our trucks, and we go to Primo Burger. No, it wasn't Primo Burger. Yes, it was Primo Burger. We get there at like ten, ten thirty. We'd all get breakfast burritos, take up like half the fucking lobby or whatever, half the dining room. We're all degenerates, and um, yeah, we'd fucking just rip through breakfast burritos, and then we're like, all right, whose parents aren't home? <laughs> and then we'd just go like. Go get like a 30 rack and Keystone Light and go play Halo. <laughs> like that's all. And get some hot and readies. Which dude, by the way, I had a hot and ready tonight. Not by myself. Don't judge me. Um, but they're smaller. They're smaller and they charge more for it. And I have a fucking problem with that. Okay. We're in a recession. Okay. We need to fucking be helping the people get fat. Not making them pay more for less. Okay. That's not the American dream. Little Caesars. Get your shit together. 
I got a hot and ready, and it was $7, which is still way cheaper than any other pizza ever. So actually, you're still killing it. But it used to be $5. It's kind of like the $5 footlong from Subway. You get a $5 footlong, they're like, hey, your total is $7.18. And you're like, hey, I thought it was $5. Like, oh, hey, tax and CVV. And they just they just made up to extra taxes to throw on to that bullshit just because they had to pay for their, you know, nonsense with Jared. They had to pay for that lawsuit. So they're like, it's not $5. It's actually $7.15. They'll never know. That's, just, that's what that was. So, yeah. Recalendars and diffusers, dude. <laughs> Let's do some dicks of the past. We're going to get more into some sports. We're going to talk about my fantasy teams because I know you're dying. <laughs> I know you're dying to hear about it. We're going to talk about some boxing. We're going to talk about the UFC card last weekend, the great one that's coming up. We're going to talk about some foosball, which I already talked about. And then we're going to do album of the week. And then you motherfuckers can go do whatever you want. I mean, technically, you can do whatever you want now. You can just be like, hey, hey pause button. I'm done. 25 minutes in, pause. And then go fucking, go do your thing. But if you're still hanging out, let's do some dicks of the past. Time machine. Function. Three, two, one. This is Dicks of the Past. Alrighty. September the 9th. Uh, 1990. This might be one of the first episodes we've technically done same day. <clears throat> I think I've done a couple episodes well into the night to, uh, you know, I'm going to publish this right when, right, right when it's done. Fresh off the press. September 9th, 1990. Let's see what happened. Blaze of Glory by John Bon Jovi came out. Um, The Joker by Steve Miller Band. Great song. Goodfellas, directed by Martin Scorsese. Um, Every Spy, A Prince, by Dan Raviv and Yossi Melman, or Yossi Melman. Um, I don't know what that book is about. Let's check it out. Um, Let's guess. Every Spy, A Prince. I'm going to guess that it has to do with spying. Um, I would guess. This book, let's see here. No synopsis. Oh, here we go. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Can't find a, can't find a fucking... Oh, so it's a historical piece on the Israeli intelligence community. This might actually be very intriguing. 1989, it was published that the United Kingdom as the in- Imperfect Spies, the History of Israeli Intelligence. The book on the New York Times bestseller list for 12 weeks. The title of the book comes from the Book of Numbers. The Lord spoke to Moses saying... Goes through a whole thing. This doesn't really explain Israeli intelligence, though. Sounds pretty, in- pretty insane. That's like some like Epstein shit, right? Israeli defense forces, yeah. The Mossad, yeah. This is, this might be dope. This might be a wild read. See, this is this is this is why we do this because we want to learn. 
Um, if you're playing video games, you're playing Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse. So obviously it's a Disney game. Um, is this like a Kingdom Hearts kind of thing? It looks kind of like Kingdom Hearts, but obviously 1990 version. Um, what was it on? <clears throat> Sega. Didn't have a Sega. Never played it. Game Gear. I did have a Game Gear, I think. Hmm. Any who's. Pretty okay dicks the past. Um, moving on to sports. NBA. I don't think there's much to really talk about. We talked about Donovan Mitchell. Papev. Yeah, I think we're chilling. Um, baseball, we're still kind of chilling. We're getting close to postseason. Um, same usual spot, you know, suspects for the postseason. We got the Astros, we got the Dodgers, we got uh, the Yankees, I believe. Even though they had like one of the worst months of the last like three decades uh, in August, um, the Mets, I think, aren't doing terrible. Braves, all that good shit. The usual suspects. Um, moving on to UFC. Last week, the, we're going to start with the Marvin Vittori and the Robert Whitaker fight. It was a great fight. Um, Robert Whitaker looked fucking fantastic. Um, Vittori, I think, had a pretty good first round. May have even, even won the first round. But then um, Robert Whitaker just fucking kept going. Some great shots. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen with that division. Because... I guess we'll see what happens with the uh, Stylebender fight that's happening in November, December. I would assume Robert Whitaker is going to get the winner. But if Izzy wins, like, would he really fight Robert Whitaker again, even though he beat him? Like, I don't know. I feel like something something has to give with 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 that division. Something something. There's got to be some movement. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, and then the Taitui Vasa and the Cyril Gon fight. Uh, Jesus, fuck, that was a wild fight. For those heavyweights to go all five rounds, and or no, it, it didn't go all five rounds. I guess he was down in three, but it felt like five because they were just beating the living fuck out of, you know, out of each other. Taito Ivasa had some great shots, knocked Cyril Gone down. Cyril Gone had some fucking wild leg kicks to counter that would have broken most of our ribs. I guess Cyril Gone actually broke his hand in the fight and still won. Um, Tai Tuivasa obviously ended up losing in the third, I believe it was. Um, I think a few minutes in or like close to the last minute. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with this division. I don't know if we go, I, I don't know. The heavyweight, we're, I think we're all waiting to see what John Jones does, right? I feel like once John Jones comes out and says, hey, I'm fighting Stipe, you know, in January, February, then you got like Cyril gone, Curtis Blades, you've got... Stipe versus John Jones. You've got you still have Taito Ivasa up there. Like the heavyweight division's kind of gotten shaken up a little bit, but like we're still waiting to see what happens with John Jones. So I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, I have no fucking idea what's going on. But it would be cool to see a John Jones fight before the end of the year. It's probably not going to happen. I would say John Jones would probably fight. This is based off no data or anything at all. Just a wing and a prayer. 
I would say John Jones fights January, February. I would say he probably fights Stipe. And then it sounds like Francis Ngannou may not be returning to the UFC. So assuming Dana White strips his belt, I think there's a clause for a heavyweight that you have to take a fight within like a year or something like that. And if you don't, then you get stripped. I think that's kind of what happened with Conor McGregor, right? Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, he won. He he won the belt. What March of last year? March of this year? March of last year? Yeah, he beat Stipe in March of. It was like right when COVID hit. And then. He won his, I think, a couple fights after that, I believe, right? And then, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm drunk. But <laughs> but basically, we're just waiting to see what the fuck happens with that belt. Because every other... They just announced um, Michael Chandler and Dustin Poirier at 155. I think that's, like, what did they say? December, right? That's going to be a wild fight. Who else is on that card? Let's see who else is on that card. Wait, we got to talk about... Okay, so yeah, that was a great card. This card, we'll, we'll talk about this card, and then we'll look for the other one. So this card that we got on Saturday is great. We got Johnny Walker. I mean, it's so great that they had to cancel the press conference. The first time, I believe, ever in the UFC, they had to cancel the pre-fight post-conference, or pre-fight uh, press conference, rather, because I guess, I don't know. I haven't looked. I think there was like a fight between Hamzat and Johnny Walker, or Johnny Walker and somebody, I don't know, I think Johnny Walker's name was in the mix. They probably just threw Hamzad in there because he wanted to fight Paulo Costa, and it was a whole whole thing, but I don't really know what happened. But we got Johnny Walker fighting, we've got Kevin Holland fighting, I think Kevin, I think it was Johnny Walker, I think it was Hamzad and Kevin Holland, actually. I don't don't think it was Johnny Walker. I think I'm thinking of Johnny Walker because he was just talking about how he, like, ruined his life on weed or something like that, which is fine, whatever, or CBD, I have no idea. Um, and then we got Leach versus Tony Ferguson, Tony Ferguson coming back after that loss against Michael Chandler, which is a wild knockout. This is going to be a great a great fight, great co-main at welterweight, and then we got the Hamzat Chemaev and the Nate Diaz fight. This could go fucking, so it's funny, when this, when this main event got announced, I think I was like a lot of people where I was like, Hamzat, he's for, he's for sure going to win. Like, I like Nate Diaz a lot. I love his whole fucking, just like, fuck you attitude. I'm just going to be an assassin and not be showy on Instagram. Just be me and fucking chill and do my thing. And then just go in the ring and just never get knocked out. He's just, he'll be bloody and be in, ripped in half before he taps like the dude is the dude is insane. He's very hard to hate, in my opinion. Him and his brother. But when you saw this fight, you were like, "Oh, Hamzat's gonna win." Like that was just like your knee jerk reaction. But then, as the fight got closer, I was like, "What if? What if Nate Diaz gets him in a fucking triangle? What if Nate Diaz gets him in an armbar? What if this goes to the ground?" And yeah, Hamzat's bigger. But what if, like, what if he shoots in and he pulls up and just fucking armbars Hamzat on the pinnacle of this, like, this crazy trajectory that Hamzat's on? It's possible. I don't know what the probability is. I'm not a fucking gymnast. I don't know. (laughs) But it's, 
It's possible, and it could very well happen. And I'm going to say that it might happen just because I'm a Nate Diaz fan. So I'm going to go Nate Diaz on this one. I really fucking want Tony Ferguson to win this fight. I really do. I, I'm a fan of Tony. I'm a fan of both of these dudes. These dudes both represent old school UFC, that like fuck you mentality. It's just, I don't know. I There's there's something about this card that makes me feel like I'm in high school again. <laughs> and it's, I'm very, very excited. Um, that being said, let's look at what's going on next weekend. We got the Corey Sanhagen, Sonya Dong fight, Gigan Chek, or blah, 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 Giga Chikatsi and the Sadiq Yusuf fight. That's going to be a great fight. This is a free fight, by the way. This is a fight night. This is wild. Then we got the Mackenzie Dern fight. And then we've got, yeah, Charles Oliveira is on Makachev. Oh, dude, this October card. Then we got, we got, and then it's followed by an Edson Barbosa and an Andre Orlovsky fight. Yeah, you fucking UFC. And then, yeah, that November card. Zhang Wei Li and Carla Sparza. And then Style Bender and Alex Pieta. That's, that's going to be a fucking fantastic card. That's that's the only two fights on the that's are, that are on the main card. Dude, and then they're going to round out the year probably at Wembley Stadium, probably like January, February. Put Patty on that fight. Put Leon Edwards and Kamara Usman 3 on that fight. Yeah. That'd be fucking sick. Just put, just stack it with like British fighters. And you know, like, Rogan's probably not going to announce it because it would be in Britain. So you got to throw Bisbing in there. His home crowd. Him, DC, John Anik. Just fucking fireworks at Wembley. How many people does Wembley hold? 70,000 people? Wembley Stadium. 89,874 people. Maximum capacity is 90,000. Which means they could probably get like 100 in there. No, probably like 92. 92,000 people. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest UFC card ever, for sure. Until they do Conor McGregor and whoever in Ireland on fucking St. Paddy's Day. Is St. Paddy's Day on a weekend? If St. Paddy's Day is on a Saturday, that's that's what's happening. St. Patrick's Day 2023. It's on a Friday. Okay, St. Paddy's Day weekend. March 18th, Conor McGregor and fucking whoever. Michael Chandler at 170. What? You tell me that's not going to get fucking wild? Put him, Sean O'Malley on that card? Just stack it full of like just scrappers and just make it fucking wild? Put Justin Gaethje on that card? That might that might be the biggest. Cause for sure Connor's coming back. He's not retired. He's just he's just trying to bait us into some bullshit. 
that he always does. When he's he's not he's not he's not retiring. He's got at least two to three more fights in him. Maybe I could be wrong. What the fuck do I know? But if you're going off of patterns, off of what Connor's been doing, he'll come back in about a few months, which lines up perfectly with St. Paddy's Day weekend in Ireland. He could fight fucking. He could fight whoever. He could fight fucking. Oh my god, dude! Imagine. Okay, just imagine. Take. Let's just go on this ride. Islam Makachev Charles Oliveira happens right. Whoever who wins that, fine. Alexander Volkanovsky comes up, one fifty five, fights in like December. Okay, maybe January. Alexander Volkanovsky and Conor McGregor at 155 for the belt in Ireland. Biggest card ever. Assuming that Volk doesn't lose another fight and Conor looks fucking ready to go at 155 and he's not throwing dollies through fucking buses. Alexander Volkanovsky, Conor McGregor, March 18th. Mark my words. March is a big, this is a, I should be on FanDuel right now. (laughs) March 18th. Imagine, imagine that fucking card. That would be insane. This is the kind of shit that goes through my mind when I'm, when I'm bored. I'm like, I don't think about my future. I think about other people's future because it's more fun that way. It's more fun to play matchmaking. <clears throat> but watch that shit happen. And if it happens, <clears throat> excuse me. I need you guys to be like, dude, you talked about this back in fucking September. Yeah, I did. Um, NFL, we can talk about my fancy team, but I don't even know where the fuck my phone is. And the the, the lights got turned off. Well, not turn, turned off. The timer went off. So I don't know where my fucking phone is. Hold on. It's right here. <clears throat> here we go. I'm in two leagues. We're only going to talk about one because uh, you guys don't fucking care. Uh, let's go. <clears throat> so we've got... So I had first round pick. I went with Derrick Henry. My team is as follows. Joe Burrow, Derrick Henry, Kareem Hunt, T. Higgins, uh, Adam Thielen, Mark Andrews, George Kittle. This is a 12-man league, by the way. George Kittle, New Orleans defense, Matt Prater. I got uh, J.D. McKissick on my bench. I got Trey Lance on my bench. I got Michael Gallup on my bench. I got Tyler Higby on my bench. He only scored me nine points. I've got um, Joshua Palmer from the um, uh, the Chargers on my bench. I benched uh, Ian McKenzie, which I'm glad I did because he only got me ten points. We'll see how we'll see how it's a, it's, a, it's a bold move, Cotton. We'll see how it plays out for him. And then for my secondary or for my second, um, sorry, my backup defense, I got Denver defense. So not a bad squad. Um, I did play against Stefan Diggs tonight, which is a bummer, but uh, he already burned one person, so feeling confident, feeling confident. My Seahawks are playing the Denver Broncos. Um, I drafted Cortland Sutton in my other league uh, and Denver Broncos defense just because in case the Broncos turn us out at home week one, uh, which could happen, at least I'll get some fantasy points out of it. So, you know, we call that a compromise back in my day. 
So that is it for the NFL. We got some great games. Let's talk about the games real quick. We've got obviously Bills Rams went on. And then we got Sunday, September 11th. We've got Eagles in Detroit. We've got 49ers in Chicago. We've got Pittsburgh in Cincinnati. We've got the New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. Browns against the Panthers. Colts in Houston. Saints against Atlanta. The Baltimore Ravens against the New York Jets in New York. Jags in Washington, Packers in Minnesota, Giants in Tennessee, Raiders at LA Chargers, which I almost said San Diego. We got the Kansas City Chiefs and the um, Cardinals in Arizona. Sunday night game, 720, was going to be the Buccaneers in Dallas. And then Monday, 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 we've got the a uh, brutal showdown between Russell Wilson and the Broncos, which hurts me to say, against the, the Geno Smith Seahawks. <laughs> so we will see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I'm excited, but I'm not hopeful. But you have to stay hopeful, you know? This is, this is when they need us. And by they, I mean a team that doesn't know that I even exist. But <laughs> But I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, album of the week, I went with Dr. Feelgood by Motley Crue. came out in the year 1989, which was the year that I was born. A great album. I've been listening to this um, on and off for probably the last, I mean, f- for the last eight fucking 15, 20 years. But especially over this, like, I remember listening to this um, on... Um, on the way out here, on the way from California to Texas, I remember like a few of these songs kept popping up, like Rattlesnake Shake and um, Kickstart My Heart and all those, you know, classic Motley Crue hits. So I went with this album, great album, big fan, Motley Crue, 1989. Yeah. I'm going to drink the rest of this uh, jellyfish here. And pass out because it is fucking almost one o'clock in the morning and I need to go to I need to go Mimi's. So thank you for checking out the episode with me. You guys have a good fucking weekend. Football is back. I hope all of your teams lose and um, we'll fucking recap the week next week. You guys be safe out there. You guys be good humans and I'll fucking chat with you guys next week. Peace.